Welcome to the Inner Peace and Other Cool Shit podcast, the show that helps you find freedom from anxiety, overthinking, worry, and stress. I'm Siobhan Friel, a fellow human being, transformational coach, and your new friend. Come and hang out with me as we explore a whole new understanding of the human experience so you can enjoy life with more peace and ease. Hello and welcome back to Inner Peace and Other Cool Shit. Today's episode is sponsored by the Birds of New Zealand, (laughs) who I don't know if you'll be able to hear them, but I can hear them chirping super loudly, so they'll be joining us today. So today we're going to be exploring a word that I use approximately a billion times a minute (laughs) in my sessions and classes and on this podcast, and it is noticing Noticing, according to the dictionary, simply means to become conscious of something, to become aware of something. Noticing is the often overlooked cool little function that we have for experiencing nicer lives and finding a new freedom from our anxious, overthinking and panicky minds. Now, Siobhan from the past would not pick something about noticing if she was looking for help with anxiety recovery or to feel less overwhelmed or to quit her drug and alcohol habit or to cure her eating disorder or to feel any relief at all from the incessant clanging of her busy mind telling her she was a worthless piece of shit. (laughs) No, Siobhan from the past would be looking for a technique or a tool or a strategy or some kind of program or course or something like that. Incidentally, Siobhan from the past tried all those things and they didn't work. So Siobhan from the past would not listen to this podcast about noticing. Don't make the same mistake as her. (laughs) Noticing and how it relates to feeling better is not sexy because it feels nebulous and like it won't do anything like noticing how will noticing stop me from drinking gin at 10am or help me be able to drive on the motorway or help me stop yelling at my kids or help me speak up at work or help me shed this sense of pervasive existential dread well we're going to explore how noticing does all that today noticing is the gateway to a new experience of life. (laughs) Gosh, that sounds rather grand, doesn't it? But it really is. To feel differently, like experience less anxiety or worry or overwhelm or stress and insecurity and all those others, to feel differently, our understanding and relationship to those feeling labels (laughs) must be different. Unlike managing for, or accounting for, identifying, or solving, or changing, or challenging those feelings, we want to look upstream to how they are created and how they work in the first place. We want to understand their nature rather than solve for them. Because when we understand how something works, anything how it behaves and operates, its features and functions, we can have a much easier and nicer time using that thing. So something that just came to mind is a time I drove a rental car that was an unfamiliar brand, brand, (laughs) model, I don't know. Um, (laughs) 
after driving through the car park, the car was super sluggish and clunky. And after searching around, I realized that the parking brake was on. It was a weird button thing that I wasn't used to. And as soon as I released the button, the brake, the car was fine. So to expand on this metaphor, many of us are driving with the brake on, wondering why everything feels hard and kind of knowing that it shouldn't, just like when I was driving the car with the brake on, I kind of knew it should be better than that. We kind of know there's a better way, we just don't know what it is, so we just put our foot down a bit, trying harder, but still crawling along until our brake pads wear out. Don't forget it's a metaphor. (laughs) So when we understand how our experience works, where thoughts and feelings are coming from, what they mean and how they behave, when we understand all that, we're free to drive the car of ourselves wherever we like. The car isn't frustrating or scary or mysterious in its inefficiency with the brake off and when it's working properly and when we aren't searching for ways to speed up or slow down or turn right or left because we know how it all works. Our relationship to the car is one of ease because we know what's going on. So to live with more peace and nice shit We want to see something new around how all of our experience is created, which automatically and effortlessly changes our relationship to it. Now, we don't do the changing of the relationship. We don't work on changing the relationship. The relationship kind of changes on its own naturally when we see the thing for what it is. Noticing helps because when we notice something, it kind of tease us up for a bigger realization or insight about all of this or about anything. It's through these realizations and insights that our relationship to our human experience changes. I'm just giggling because it's so fucking cool but we don't even realize it. Now these realizations and insights also known as an aha moment or a fresh thought, a new perspective, an epiphany or whatever, when we experience them, the world is different. Insight is astonishingly transformative. It's through insight that true change, innovation and transformation occurs. I have an episode that goes into this a bit deeper and I'll link to that in the show notes. So insight is cool and insight is how things change for us. And it looks to me like noticing is to insight like ingredients are to a cake. (laughs) Noticing is the cup of flour, the cup of sugar, the chopped pitted dates, the chocolate chips, the egg, the baking soda, the grated carrot, the water. Okay, I just realized we're making a carrot cake with chocolate chips in or something, which doesn't sound that nice. Okay, when we notice, we put a little bit of information into our mixing bowl, which, when combined with time and space, which can be the oven in this metaphor, it's baked into an insight, and insight is where everything changes for us. Now, these are just words and labels that I'm using to describe something which cannot really be pinned down. It's not an exact thing, like collect five noticing moments and you'll have an insight. (laughs) It's more abstract than that. 
and we don't even need to separate what noticing is from an insight, they're just words. We want to look beyond the words to the effect of the thing, whether we're calling it insight or realization or noticing or whatever. I've talked before about one of my most enormous early insights when coming across the stuff we talk about on the show, how humans work and all that, and I'm going to tell you it again. I was insecure, anxious, panicky, filled with constant dread. I was using drugs and alcohol and disordered eating to try and escape my experience, a combination which does not work. (laughs) You won't be surprised to know. Now, when I was gently pointed away from trying to fix the eating disorder, drugs, alcohol, anxiety, despair, and worthlessness, (laughs) and gently pointed towards this direction of how humans operate, which was through the work of Dr. Amy Johnson, by the way, who I love so much and credit as the catalyst for my life completely changing, at least on the inside, (laughs) which is where it matters the most to me. She was also my very first guest on this podcast and I was a blubbering mess of awe. (laughs) Okay, Siobhan, don't lose your train of thought. Okay, so when I was gently pointed away from trying to fix the problems I thought I had and gently pointed toward this direction of how humans work, as in looking upstream, I noticed one day I felt less terrible later that day than I had earlier in the day. I still felt terrible, but less terrible. I noticed that nothing had changed in the outside world. My insight was that our experience is truly moving all on its own. And is it possible, therefore, that the things I thought were the problem, anxiety, drugs and all that, weren't the problem after all? This tiny pinprick of insight let in a little light which just illuminated a whole new perspective over time for me. Noticing is a completely undervalued and incredible function of humans. Noticing opens us up in some indescribable way to seeing more. Noticing gives us space from the thing we are noticing, such as a thought or a behavior or an action, like we're a tiny bit removed from the thing when we notice it rather than being in it and thinking we are it. Like when we notice we're thinking a certain thought, it gives us a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of space, but a bit of space which is enough to know that the thought isn't us, we are noticing the thought. When we take a break from trying to fix our experience, taking a break from trying to change or manage our thoughts and feelings, when we take a break from that and really notice how they're behaving, the nature of them, it changes everything. By stopping focusing on the technique, the tool, the strategy, the ritual, or whatever it is we think we need to feel better, by turning away a little from that, it gives us more space to see something new. I had an experience recently which showed me the power of noticing. It's another story about me, but it also involves bees. I was helping a friend move house, carrying all his stuff from the road where the van was parked, up a little winding path to the new house. On the path was an enormous bee's nest. Well, I don't know, is it a bee's nest actually, or is that just for wasps? 
Anyway, there was an enormous gathering of bees, <laughs> which I had to walk through to get to and from the house while carrying bulky items. A bee expert was soon on the scene and reassured us that it was quite safe and he advised us just to walk normally through the gathering. <laughs> now, I noticed that I forgot about the bees after about one minute and they took me by surprise every time. I noticed how my mind was on the bees every time I walked through them, but I had slid to something else by the time I'd walked through the swarm to the van on the road, then up the path again where the bees were. So this is a snapshot of my mind on a loop while doing the circuit from the house through the bees to the van and back up to the house. Okay, I think I'll grab that bag of books when I get to the van and maybe a lamp. Ah, bees! Oh my god! Ah, bees are on my jumper! Ah, ah, ah! Ah, bees, 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 what the fuck, bees, the bees are on my jumper. Okay, what shall I take next? I can probably carry this bag of books and maybe that big pot if I'm careful. We're going to dinner tonight. Should I wash my hair before dinner? I really don't want to blow dry it, it takes forever. Will it smell though? What if I have a clean body and dirty hair? What if I just wash my fringe and then dry shampoo my hair? How nice is this pizza place we're going to? Is it a pizza place or an Italian restaurant? Because that's very different. I really would prefer not to wash my hair in the space between moving house and going for dinner. Ah, bees, bees, bees are on my jumper. Ah, bees, what the fuck? Bees, 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 ah, bees. Maybe I should just wash my hair and get it over with. Okay, the books can go here and the pot can go here. If I dry my hair upside down, it doesn't take as long, but then it will be a bit fluffy. Ah, bees, 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 bees. <laughs> now, it's not about the bees, although I have given them a starring role in the retelling of this story. It's about what I noticed about my thoughts. I saw, not for the first time, by the way, but in a new way, a deeper way, that... My mind changes very quickly, that my mind is very chatty. I notice that whatever it's thinking about at the time is a big deal in the moment it's thinking about it and then it changes. How could I so quickly forget about the bees which seemed like such a big deal? Because that is how our minds work. Chat, 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 chat. It was interesting to notice how quickly my thoughts were being replaced, absurdly quickly. Slipping from a thing that felt important, like navigating a swarm of bees while carrying heavy stuff, to wandering into other things that also felt important, like whether I was going to wash my hair before dinner. I also noticed that I kept coming back to the hair thing, mulling it over and prodding it in my mind, and it was the hair wash thoughts that preoccupied me, not what was happening in life. Whether I washed my hair or not was a thing that would happen, or not happen, many hours from the time I was thinking about it, but the bees were right there, happening now, in life, yet my thoughts still slid away from the bees into the future. Okay, so what? If you're like, what the fuck does this bee lace story have to do with overcoming anxiety and stress and having a nicer life? Then bear with me. It's in the noticing. It's not about the bees or the hair wash or any of that. It's noticing how my mind behaves. I noticed that my mind slipped ridiculously quickly from a thing that felt like a big deal, the bees, into rumination thoughts on a possible future, the hair wash. Noticing 
that's what a mind does allows us to see even more around that and the more we notice what our mind does or how we experience life or notice the things we hadn't noticed before about thoughts and feelings and being human it effortlessly changes our relationship to our experience over time because it just looks different thoughts for example look way less credible when we see them move so quickly or even just move a little bit without the outside world changing. Feelings look less like something is wrong on the outside when we notice how they're always reflecting our thinking. Our present experience looks less like something that needs to be hated, resisted or changed when we see it moving on its own. Noticing how our mind just constantly pulls us into thoughts of the future, even when, or especially when, there's nothing to be done about that, makes us more aware of that, which can mean we take it less seriously, or we're less likely to get caught up in it because we've noticed that's what our mind does, that's its thing. Whereas before the noticing, we're just in it, like in the thoughts in the projected futures rather than noticing them, observing them or being aware of them or whatever words you want to use. Okay, so let me just speak directly to those that are listening that may be feeling anxious or speedy or overwhelmed or stressed right now. And let me see if I can make it a bit simpler. So as best you can, Don't listen to this and try and figure out what this means for how to get rid of the anxious feeling you're having. I want to gently tap you or maybe throw a very soft cushion at you and ask you to listen to that again. Because if you're anything like I was when I was almost constantly experiencing a life-sucking vortex of anxiety and overwhelm and panic, you didn't even hear that. You're listening for the thing to do or you're checking in on your feeling right now to see if it's getting better and not listening. Plop. Okay, that's the soft cushion I just threw at you. Please listen. As best you can, stop trying to fix your anxiety now from this anxious place and listening for how you can apply what I'm saying to feel better. As best you can, stop doing that. I know it fucking sucks, believe me. Do whatever makes sense right now to feel better. But let me assure you that you have the innate capacity to see fresh things about your experience as a human, your thoughts and your feelings, what they mean and how they change. And it's more likely to occur to you when your mind settles a bit. And it will, I promise, even though I know it never feels like it when we're in it. Okay, so if I'm saying that noticing is so awesome, how do we notice? Tell us how to notice then, Siobhan, if you love noticing so much. Okay, well, I have absolutely no idea how noticing works, but knowing that we have the intrinsic capacity to notice, to have a new thought, to see something we hadn't seen before, is a big help, just knowing that. A dear human I know has called it activating, like... Just knowing that noticing is a thing activates the noticing. (laughs) And just listening to something like this, talking about noticing, will activate it. 
So one thing is knowing that noticing is there in the first place. The second thing that comes to mind is looking, like look for something new perhaps. So as you're listening to this, wherever you are, look around right now to see if you notice something that you hadn't already. So if you're out and about, you may see a lonesome discarded child sock on the wall. (laughs) If you're at home, you may notice that the hinge on the windowsill makes a smiley face shape. If you're at work, you may notice that most of the chairs are blue, but there are two green ones. These are very simple examples, but I've been struck by this in my own life, especially in a familiar place. I remember once noticing a fridge magnet I thought I'd never seen before. I just couldn't understand how I'd never, ever noticed it after years. And I would have been looking at it nearly every day as I reached for some milk. It's kind of mind-blowing to think of all the things we are yet to notice. Perhaps you'll notice how your thoughts change. Maybe you'll notice when you're pulled into thoughts of the present and thoughts of the past. Maybe you notice that thing you were chewing over yesterday is now back, but you didn't even realise it went away. Notice how the exact same situation looks different to you from one day to the next. Notice how the same thing seems manageable when it was once difficult or difficult when it was once manageable. Notice how cute your kid is one day while flinging beans into your face and then notice how the bean flinging brings annoyance the next day. Notice the changing of your thoughts and feelings. Notice how you innocently attribute them to the outside world and the things, people and circumstances within it. Notice how your mind seems to have its favourite stories that it plays on repeat. Notice how it feels when you get a good idea. Notice how it feels when you just know what to do, but you don't know how you know. Notice the difference in knowing with your heart and knowing with logic or reason. Now, these are just examples and certainly not a checklist of things you have to notice. And it's not what you notice, it's that you notice, you notice. God, I've said notice so many times, it's starting to sound really weird now. Okay, so let's say you do notice some stuff. So what happens now? How long until you're free from anxiety? (laughs) Good question. And one that is fundamentally unanswerable. What if you didn't even need to know? What if you can hang out in life, seeing what you see, when you see it, Until such time, you notice that things have changed for you. I've worked with some people from this understanding who have seen new things about their experience and it's unlocked something in them straight away. It's astonishing. But for many others, same for me, it's more of a gradual dawning or something. Okay, let's go see Anxious Alice. Hey Alice, what's up? What are you hearing in this episode? I think I have a cool example of noticing that's helped me, but I thought it was an insight, but now I'm wondering if it was just noticing, and what's the difference? (laughs) Oh, Alice, I'm so glad you asked. It doesn't matter. They're all just words, and describing a thing as noticing, or realising, or an insight is not the important thing. The words are just the map, but we want to explore the terrain. Okay, Siobhan, says Alice, but you did say earlier in the episode that noticing was the ingredients to the cake of insight or something like that. 
I know, Alice, I'm a silly Billy, aren't I, using words like that. But that's just an illustration to help people see a bit more around this, to help them understand what I'm pointing to, I guess. But I'm glad you asked because now I get to say that to everybody. So the words don't matter and you don't have to categorise anything as noticing or being aware or realisation or insight or any of that. So Alice, are you going to tell us the thing that you noticed? Alice tells us that she noticed that she was feeling anxious about work on the drive home. This wasn't unusual for her, but for the first time she kind of saw that she wasn't at work, but she was still feeling anxious. She saw that it was her thoughts about work that were making her feel anxious. Now, this didn't change anything immediately, Alice tells us. She still felt horrid, but something small opened up when she realised it was to do with thoughts. Very cool, Alice. Thank you. Okay, so I love that Alice didn't say that things immediately changed for her after seeing it was her thoughts creating the feeling. That is very cool to see because, sure, while we may want to feel better straight away, this is more of a slow drip into changing things. Okay, so the main point here is understanding that we all have this magic power of noticing but its incredible impact is overlooked when it comes to changing our relationship with our experience and having a nicer time on the planet. Seeing something new or different around thoughts, feelings and all that cool shit is transformational compared to trying to fix the thoughts and feelings in the first place. There's nothing you must do to notice. Just know you have this capacity and be open to noticing, I guess, whatever that means. (laughs) Being in this type of conversation that we have on the show and many others like it, it really helps. And there's a ton of groups out there that you can join for free discussions and explorations. And if you're struggling to find something, just pop me an email and I'll send you some links. Okay, so I'd love you to just take what you've heard and forget it all, right? (laughs) Because you don't need to analyse it or chew it over or decide what you think or any of that. We've activated the noticing and now you'll just go and see what you see. Okay, we're done. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. This is the part where I ask you to share, review and subscribe to the show. So if you go and do that, I would absolutely love it. If you have thoughts or questions or insights about this episode or anything really, come and share them with me on Instagram at Siobhan Friel or visit me at SiobhanFriel.com. See you next time.